We've got some Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content before. is Profit One, podcast. Two, we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. There's a little surprise in there for you. Oh, Do you remember yeah. the surprise? I do remember right now, guys. Ooh. Go to content.profit. Uh, contentsprofit.com. Wow. You got it. Wow. You got it. All right. Today, <laughs> how to move past fear and be brave. Yes. I love this topic. I absolutely love this topic because with content, that is one of the main things that we've learned. Kind of like push through the fear. Push, push, and push. I mean, it, it's just an exciting topic overall. And today we have an expert that is going to be talking about that and is going to help story. us take action, crush our goals, and just be overall better. Let's go. Fancy, do we have a sponsor today? We do, we do. Say what? Yes, and it is your own Biz Bros right here, guys, with Content Momentum. Let's go. If you have a long-form piece of content, just like this one that you're listening to or watching right now, we want to help you out. We can turn it into value-packed, bite-sized assets. Chop, chop, chop. And then we can set it up like little minions into social media Let's so go. they can help you get more clients. All right. So if that is you, let us know. Slide in the DMs at Bros Co. on Instagram and Facebook. Sweet. We want to help you out. If you're listening right now, go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone. And uh, follow us on social media at Bros Co. Let's go. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful, don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. I feel, before we get started, I have like two sips of this coffee and now I'm like, I don't think I needed coffee. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah, nope. So we mentioned how it took us years to get in front of a camera and start creating content. Well, the main reason for that was fear. Hmm. And that's why we're so excited for today's guest. Not only he helps people move beyond fear and become brave, but he has done it himself as well. So you know he's legit. That's right. Today's guest story is extremely inspiring. He went from being insecure and afraid of stepping into a gym to compete in CrossFit two years later. And Ooh. Let me tell you this. If you have tried CrossFit before, <laughs> you know how freaking hard that is. And if you haven't tried it yet, prepare to have wobbly legs for a full week. You know, it's, it's fun. It is fun, but it's, it's pretty tough. He sold his car, he quit his job, and he has no bachelor's degree. Yet, he is making a six-figure income, which is more than his old job, and he is doing it his way, baby. Let's go. By helping others face their fears and become brave. Yes. That has come with his own share of challenges, but he is proud that he didn't give up. And you know what? We are proud, too. That's right. Yes. We're proud, too, you didn't give up because that that's, the, that's what brings you here. And we're having this conversation now. Let's go. So, everybody, please welcome the fear crusher, <laughs> epic CrossFit athlete, and maybe your new favorite coach, Coach Alex Ray. Hello, hello, everyone. What? I love the, the, the music intro. That was phenomenal. Oh, man. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. I feel like I'm coming into the stadium like, ah. Let's go. Do, do you feel like you're in like a CrossFit game, you know, like. Oh, about, yeah. Let's like, go. Way higher level than I ever made it. <laughs> Guys, we already have comments coming for you, Alex. It looks like. 
it looks like people love you, man. I, got, yeah. I, I can feel it. I can feel it. So, you know, so happy for you, Alex. Thank you so much, everybody, Thank tuning you. in live. Love and it. Hi, hi, and shout out to my to matt who uh, i see the comment coming in from now yeah <laughs> <How are you>, <laughs> <man>? <laughs> awesome dude alex we are so honored to have you here yep. uh, a little fun story like on how you ended up in this show yes. we're like man like his story is so powerful we have to share this right and uh, by that i mean i had known nothing about your story but fancy was the one telling me like we yeah. have to bring him here so <laughs> a little background for people listening we actually have an, a, another show on instagram that we do on instagram live called content bites right and it, it is so we can have more conversations with people and we can, you know, help others get more exposure as well. And we love meeting people in general. Absolutely. And when we saw that Alex profile came in and we we're going to talk to him and we did a research, we we're like, wow, like this guy's message is awesome. We need it's to powerful. have him powerful. in powerful. content is profit. Yeah. <laughs> so Alex, thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here. And honestly, I can't wait to dive in. Dude, so Alex, can you share a little bit with the audience and us? Like, who, who's Alex? Like, what is this crazy story that, you know, you quit your job and now you're like making six figures, helping a ton of people and, you know, being you and being comfortable and crushing fear. Like, yep. what, what was yeah. the story? What's that story? Uh, it, it's a wild one. Okay, so uh, <laughs> as a kid, I was really, really, really insecure. Um, a lot of it had to do to with I was brought up in a very um, ultra conservative cult like really church um, and being a gay boy like in there, like I, I was totally closeted, totally afraid to be out. And I thought who I was like authentically would um, just totally push away any other people. And then, you know, so I was kind of doomed to always uh, never be good enough is what I thought. Wow. Um, I also struggled with a ton of um, just uh, shame and everything around my body and um, my fitness level always thinking that, okay, wait a minute, maybe if I could be, you know, more muscular, then I'll be confident, right? If I have a confident looking body, <laughs> then I'll gain confidence. So that was actually what got me into CrossFit in the first place was I wanted to go and um, push my body and try to gain confidence that way. If I could change external, then I could change internal. Mm. It helped a little bit, but it also caused a whole lot of other issues for me where I thought I was showing up a whole lot more confidently, but I actually was just obsessed with um, people pleasing and oh, trying wow. to gain validation externally. So by 2017, that, 2017 is the year that I started coaching because I did have a phenomenal transformation over the previous two or three years. And I had people that were coming to me and saying, Hey, I want to do that too. How do I do it? Can you help me? Yeah. And in 2017, I said, great, let's start this. Let's start coaching. Um, it was on the side. I was working a full-time salaried position um, at a tech company and uh, I was like okay let, I can I can do this we can we can juggle both right <laughs> yeah. I was so obsessed though with um, and this is hyper relevant with creating the, the content and mm. doing a lot of busy work without actually mm. really being in business yes you know like, cause you can create so much content and never have it actually be meaningful. Yes. You can use content as a way to avoid actually doing business. It's like you're pretending to be in business. <laughs> yeah. 
Fonsi knows about that. Oh, yeah, I know all about that. That sounds extremely familiar. Yes, yeah, we'll, we'll share the story in a second with you. So I was like doing Instagram posts. I was running Facebook groups. I did a Facebook Live twice a week, every week for that entire year and the first half of the next year. So I got really comfortable being in front of the camera, um, which was a great thing. That was that positive (laughs) thing that came out of that. But by the end of the summer in 2017, I was only sleeping about four hours a night. I was working Mm. my, my job. I was had like about an hour and a half commute. I worked out for three hours a day, mm. one in the morning and two in the evening. Cause I was obsessed <laughs> with that. Yeah. And then going home and working all night until like two or 3 AM. And then I would sleep for a few hours and get up and do it all over again. Ooh. Yeah. That's right. All while just hoping that if I can make this successful, then I'll feel validated. Then I'll feel better about myself. Then I'll feel confident. Mm. It was like a never ending chase. So. Wow. So that was still, you said in around 2017? Yeah, that was all in 2017. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm curious, you know, like there, there's some points here that you already mentioned that I'm like, oh, I, I can't wait to dive into this. But I'm, I'm curious, you know, what? So obviously you identify those challenges like, lack of sleep for example like that's not that healthy right i mean what the what's terrible yeah I, i'm wondering like what that was doing for your mind you know your your sameness and yeah. so what were some of the challenges before besides those and then how you overcome them how did you get to that point where you were like wow like this is say what i want to do and this is the point where i'm going to say goodbye to my old self and this is the new me and what i'm willing to do now Yeah, so it's a it's an intense story. Um, I've dealt with depression since I was in second grade. Yeah. I was on and off medication, in and out of therapy since then. In 2017, I got really, really low, and plus all the lack of sleep on top of that, yeah. plus a medication that was not working. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I had been at the point by the summer of 2017 where I was like, I'm done. It's time to do what I've been thinking about since I was wow. 10 years old. Yeah. I'm like, we're, we're going to take care of this. Um, I ended up getting into a relationship in August that year. And so I decided I would hang on for him. Mm. And when we broke up in October, it wasn't a very long <laughs> lived relationship. Um, I was I did, you know, it's kind of sad to say, but I did really feel for the first time this total sense of peace because I was like, it's done. I don't have to stick around here anymore. So I did attempt suicide in October that year. I thankfully ended up in the hospital where they cleared out the toxin. I had to do dialysis and everything to get everything out of my body and then went into a full, um, mental health institute where it was, you know, secured and everything. And I, for the first time, really got honest and got the, the help that I needed from the therapists and doctors there. And then it was like intense therapy for the next six months. And then for the next few years after that too. Dude, Alex, first off, Thank you for sharing that yeah. story. I know that is not easy. Uh, I know a lot of people listening and watching right now. 
can take this as uh, inspiration. And, uh, you know, it's scary to think that for so many of us, just touching that rock bottom is the only thing that's going to make us move forward, right? Um, mm -hmm. But thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, and I hope yeah. it serves as a motivation for people to be like, hey, you know, let me look inside, right? Identify these factors that are preventing me from being myself, right? From being like connecting mm -hmm. with the people that I really want to connect and express my feelings, ex express my thoughts, right? And, uh, and take action. So yeah. I appreciate you, man. I know it's not easy sharing. Like yeah. it's uh, we're we're like honestly, I wasn't expecting. Me, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> like I did, I did not know this part of your story, man. And I'm like, I'm yeah. like in shock. I'm like, yeah. wow, you know. And again, it it takes. I feel like being brave to share yeah. that story. So uh, thank you so yeah. much. And of I course. do want to put this out there. You know, if anybody comes across this type of content, right, and you feel um, in in a way like that, right. That there's help go uh, and look for help i don't know personally right now the resources um but there's people there they're always willing to help yeah so yeah. we we do encourage people to to go on and and, and look for the help yeah. dude alex yeah. do you sorry go ahead well i was gonna say real quick a couple resources if you are listening yeah. yes. to this right the trevor project if you are in the lgbtqia plus community the trevor project is a phenomenal resource for you and um I, I haven't personally interacted with them, but I, I am familiar with them online and they do seem like a wonderful organization that can help you. Yeah. Um, if you are looking at getting therapy or anything, there are, you know, better help. And um, I forget what the other one is called right now, but there are two different main online apps. And, you know, right now with the pandemic and everything, most therapists are not seeing people in person. So if you yeah. want to get, um, If you need help right now at your fingertips, go search either of those two resources and you can absolutely go help there. Dude, absolutely. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for sharing. Yeah. And we'll, we'll yeah. on our end, we'll do a little bit of a research and we're going to put the links right in the description. Yep. Uh, I know it's like maybe not the thing that we talk about, but it needs to be out there, man, because yeah. we don't really yeah. know what's happening, you know, inside of us, right? Like we, we go through all like the, facing these monsters inside of us for from very little things like going live in front of a camera to very big things like what Alex just t told you about. So I think a big element here is also community and the environment. And we've talked many, many times about this. And once we're put, once we put ourselves in that environment or that community that can elevate us as people, you know, yes, mm -hmm. we might lose once one or two people that, you know, might not be the best uh, for us, but at the yeah. same time, you're gaining so much and uh, make sure that you guys find those awesome communities. And I'm sure, you know, if you connect with Alex moving forward, he can, he can help there and uh, surely we can as Absolutely. well. So dude. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What a yeah. freaking fire start of the show. Wow. <laughs> It, wow. It's so yes. intense. Yes. Boom. Yeah, I know. No. You, you were completely yeah. honest. You're like crazy story. Absolutely. Probably <laughs> yeah. one of the crazier stories that yeah. we've heard. And I appreciate you, man, sharing that because yeah. Uh, with content, uh, being vulnerable and and being honest, yeah, and, and goes I feel, a long way. I, I feel like entrepreneurship is is a lonely road too. So you know, there must be a lot of people that needed to hear that message today. So thank you. Uh, yeah. Now I'm curious, right? What happened next? Like, uh, so you you got your help, mm -hmm. right? And and you started to let's say pick yourself back up, if, if that is the expression. I'm not sure. Um, but what what came next? You know. How did you get to where you are right now? Yeah, so 
what we found in um, the next, like the first month or so of therapy after that was that I had this belief really deep down that was the lens that I saw all of life through. And it was this belief that I am not enough. Hmm. So I constantly needed to do things to try to earn value, earn lovability. And so my business and the content that I was putting out and the way that I interacted with other people all the time was always to try to earn value from a place of total emptiness. Mm. And then in order to do it, I was a chronic people pleaser. So I would change who I, I wouldn't be authentic because I was afraid of being of them not liking me, right? Because then I'm worthless if people don't like me. Mm. And the problem with that then was the more it becomes a vicious cycle where you don't act authentically, maybe people do start liking you, and then you prove to yourself, see who I am is not lovable. So I'm mm. confirming that I'm not enough when people are giving me attention, but also confirming that I'm not, not enough when people are not. So finding that and realizing like, wait a minute, who I like being enough and everything is never based on anything outside of me. Yeah. As a human. And the illustration I love to use is like with a baby, you know, a, a newborn baby we don't wait for that baby to be enough when they've like graduated college and gotten this successful career. And then we're like, yeah, that human's enough now. Huh. Like with the baby that's screaming and shitting itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can attest to that. I have yeah. a 16 month old. Yes. That, that happens. Uh, yep. <laughs> you know, they're not doing anything productive for yeah. society at all. Not helpful for anyone. Yeah. Yet we're like, yeah, that baby's totally enough, totally lovable, totally everything. Mm. So from that lens, then I was able to see like, wait a minute, I have this all backwards. I'm already enough. Like literally, I don't have to do anything. I could, I could just decide to sit on my ass for the rest of my life if I wanted to. But like, I really don't want that yeah. version of life for me. Yeah. What I really want to do is go affect change in the world. And I really want this business to be successful, not so that I can feel good about myself, but because I know that there are other people out there that are dealing with the same fears, the same lack of confidence, the same um, struggle to love themselves that I went through. I was like, that's what I want to do. And it's yeah. just icing on the cake. Like I'm already here. I'm already whole. I'm already enough. I'm already all that and a bag of chips, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I just get to have fun now with yep. building this business it took all the pressure off of like failing and succeeding wow. but it wasn't immediate i wish i really wish and, and this is how like i did the coach that i am today i'm constantly thinking about okay if i had met myself five years ago yeah what would i have give, like taught that person what wow. did i especially in 2017 what did i need to hear I wish there was, I wish I could be that person. Like I, I now want to be the person for that person. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I want to coach anyone that's in that, in that circumstance. And then, um, because not only do you feel a whole lot better, like I've, 
I don't use any medication or anything anymore. Yes. Um, I came off it uh, in the beginning of 2019, so almost two years ago. Nice. Congrats, yeah. man. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, and I still work with a fist. I also have a life coach. Uh, and because coaches need coaches, we all need a brain outside yes, of ours. Yes, please. Can, can, we, can, we say, can we say that again? Coaches need coaches, man. And uh, for people listening out there, yeah. if you are trying to invest in somebody, ask them, who is your coach? Like, that's a very important question because mm -hmm. if they're not developing themselves as they move forward, it's going to be really hard for them to develop yeah. you. Mm -hmm. So thank you, yes. Alex, for putting that out there, man. I appreciate Hashtag you. Hashtag golden boulder right Hashtag here. Hashtag golden <laughs> boulder. Yeah, Let's go. We got the oh, horn. We, we, got <laughs> we got the air horn. Oh, no. oh man, dude. I, I, yeah. I, I, I have chills, man. Like, yeah. this is incredible. Yeah, like, your story is extremely powerful, man. It, it is. I, I wasn't. I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. <laughs> like, I knew it was going to be a cool story. But, man, you dropped some bombs here. And I was like, wow, I'm surprised. There's so many value points that you talked about that. I mean, mm. we're, we're definitely going to go back and and discuss but yeah. why what a change in your life huge mm. change yeah yeah incredible um, how I, I question like when you change your perspective right mm -hmm. like share with us a little bit of the the success side like what is the things the success that you're seeing with your clients with the people that you're coaching because We got the backstory, we got the transformation. Now you've had a few years now of experience with people helping them. What, what's like, what's happening? Like, I want to know, like, what are these people achieving? Yeah. So I started seeing definitely a shift. I mean, because so we've got like 18, 19 and now 20. So like three years. Right. And I can look at it and clearly see this like gradient of like okay here's where we started yeah. and we're like changing yeah. to over here um and every time that i was more authentic in any area of my life it didn't have to just be a business the more results i was seeing mm. the more results i was also seeing in my clients so when i no longer was in my own head about the fears that I had about being maybe upfront or honest or sharing my story or um, saying things that needed to be said that nobody wanted to say. Mm. I would put that, like when I would be brave enough to make, to write content with that stuff that would felt very fearful, I would put it out there. And that was 100% of the time, the content that got the most traction. It awesome. helped the most people and I would get DMs about it. Mm. I would get, um, you know, hopefully clients out of it. Yeah. But ultimately, like, I knew that the impact that I was having was trending in the right direction. Yeah. And so every time, like, even recently within the last month, um, I, I found some areas of I was like, oh, you know what? I'm like really letting fear hold me back here. Mm. All right, cool. It's, it's a never ending journey. So yeah. I, I was like, all right, this is how my content needs to shift. And um, one of my coaches told me, she goes, 
I've been reading your posts like the last two weeks and I don't know if it's the algorithm or what, but like <laughs> I see it more and maybe I just didn't pay attention before, but like it's really, really good. Yeah. And um, so for that, like, yeah, the, the more you get over the fear of what are people going to think of me? Yeah. What am I going to think of myself? The stronger your message can and I think all of us want to want to actually have a, an impact. That's what we care the most about. Absolutely, I, I do think everybody wants to be heard, um, and it's just that fear holding people back, you know. And wow, I I, I want to. Okay, I, I've been saying now like three times. Like I've, I've got go back, so many go, points here. Yeah, go back to your points. I, I, I need to go back to these points because again, they need to be discussed. They are absolutely amazing, right? Hold on, and, give me a second. Are you gonna like list them like that? And no, no, no we're uh, gonna uh, we're gonna go in okay. deep. Yeah, we're going. Let's okay, go. let's go. <laughs> Comb them. With yeah, them. yeah. So mm, Alex, you know, go. at the very beginning, you actually said, "If I can change external, I can change internally," right? And I, I, I think like at times I, I felt that myself, right? That like if I can change something that will change other people's per perception, then I can change my own perception of myself. I'm curious, you know, what do you tell people that, that are in that mindset right now, right? Because I mm -hmm. feel yeah. uh, that that is uh, kind of like I don't care what anybody think of me anymore. You know, again, I'm enough, right? That mindset that we need to get to. And, and I'm curious, like, what is it? How does that journey look for someone that is stuck in that belief? Yeah, great question. So what I like to use is, uh, this is a tool that I use with all of my clients. It's called the model. And it's a coaching tool to just observe and understand our brain and like how we're interacting with the world, right? So we have our circumstance, that's anything outside of ourself. We have a thought about it like a sentence in our head how we're interpreting and we have a feeling that's caused by that thought we take action based on how we feel and or maybe we don't do anything we might not take we might not make the post we might not write the content right, right? Mm. and then we create a result out of that and our thought always creates the result mm. so the thing that i always like to to challenge my clients to remember and it's something i'm always having to do to myself too is like other people don't create how i feel ever yeah mm. other people are just a circumstance mm. they're neutral until i have a thought about it so when you're stuck in that place of like oh i want external validation so that i can feel more confident it's never going to work Because the reason that you feel not confident is because of a thought that you have. Yeah. Your thought always creates your feeling, right? So if you you can change the circumstance line yeah. all day long, yeah. You will if you keep the thought that I'm, you know, that I'm not enough somehow or some flavor of that, you will always stay insecure. Yeah. So you don't even need or want people to agree with you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. At all. And then you get back, you take back a whole lot more ownership and control over your life and how you show up because yeah. you can totally let other people not agree with you, not like you. They can hate your content. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, great. Like that's that's you. But my thought is that 
somebody needs to hear yeah. this. Dude, yeah. this is so so important, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna bring it back to content social media because we have to get this right. Like we have to follow what Alex is saying. Because if you are not in that right mindset and then you go out on social media and start telling your thoughts with the expectation that people are going to like you, right? This is just going to boost that crazy circle that Alex was describing earlier. And then you're going to fall into this downward spiral and then you're not going to feel good about yourself, your business, anything. And it's good. It can be really, really dangerous because social media has the potential to take a viral, reach a ton of people, and it can be very scary. So I want you listening and watching rewind and listen the last like five minutes and get that straight because if you are in a place where you're starting to publish, it's going to happen and you have to be okay with people not liking you. You have to be sure of your message and that's okay. Just know that people, if they don't agree with you, if they disagree, if they don't like you, that's okay. Right. Yeah. And you can test it out. I think like mm-hmm. personally for us, when we first like we change the perspective and we're like, Hey, Right. Instead of chasing, you know, any all the shiny objects, let's just put this show out. And uh, even before that, with the 45 Live, let's just put the stuff that we're doing out and see what happens, right? Like, we're already, we don't care already, like, what people think. Like, let's just see what happens. And we test things out. And that mm-hmm. gave us the path to continue doing the things that work. So, right. awesome, dude. Thank yeah. you so much for bringing that up. And it sounds like you showed up with curiosity, which is Absolutely. such a beautiful feeling to show up when you're, especially when you're trying to grow your business. Like if you can show up with curiosity, then you're unattached and you're not like, Oh, they hate me. Yeah. <laughs> They're right. I should have stayed in my bedroom and never come out and never posted the video. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the result that you end up creating from that is failure. Like the, the failure didn't happen to you. You created it. Yeah. It, it, so like there's just failure is just data giving mm. up is is what you don't want to do failure oh, oh my god chase it all day long the more fails the yeah. more you know because you Love know it. if you know how not to do it then you're going to know how to do it also dude i'm, I'm, I'm you're, you're dropping quotes here like know, right. you know the more you fail the more you know i love it failure is just data you were just yes. talking about that the other day samples. like uh, samples they're just yep. samples that tell you information and they're like it just mm. they help you you know on the direction that you need to go Funny story. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the thing. Like, we were on the. I was on that WhatsApp group. Like, we were helping a group of people. Oh, on the, this on, is the story on the Hispanic market. Yes. <laughs> so this is the story. Oh. Okay. And uh, and these guys are upcoming coaches, right? So they they sign up for this awesome program. It's not our program, but uh, they search out for help on the yeah. publishing, right? Because this program is telling you guys have to be out there. They need to. You need to be creating content. And I guess that's what we're known for, right? We do these live shows. Uh, we make mistakes. We it's like okay. to talk. We like to talk. <laughs> We're like, you know, this is home. Um, so they started to reach out. And then there's a group of like seven people. And we we were like, hey, you know, we jumped on a call with them. And like, the first thing that you got to do is we challenge you to go 45 days straight, just Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. What do I say? Just tell a story and then tie down to what you do and see what's up. And one of these people have like, what was it? Like 30,000 people on a Facebook group? She has a group of 30,000 people. 30,000 women, like her dream audience. I'm like, you got to like start doing this thing in your Facebook group. This is intense, like insane. So they started doing this. They've been doing it now for a couple of weeks, right? And, uh, you know, last night I go to bed and there's a ton of messages of them interacting with each other. Like, oh man, like I went live and this happened. I went live and this happened. And one of the messages was like, hey, really like I, I'm, I'm coming to this group 
to uh, to kind of unload, right? Because this just happened. I put my message out there, and then these two people that I thought they were really, really close friends, they were totally against what I was saying. They butchered my message, my video, and I guess I don't have those friends anymore. But look what I gained, right? I have this new group of people that think like me, again, going back to community and environment, right? So we jumped off real quick and we send them a voicemail. We're like, hey, this is perfect. This is, you know, the life or your content or whatever it is telling you, this is the direction that you should go because this is your message. This is what you believe in. And, you know, you know that by you putting your message out, you're helping many, many people. And we talk about the hourglass effect. You affect one person, that person goes to affect so many others, right? Mm -hmm. It's so, so, so powerful. And it goes down to what, what you were saying a few minutes earlier with, the failing is just data. It just tells you where to go, which is awesome. So we need to take those samples and run with them, man. So we're like looking for every opportunity. What can we do that is actually going to tell us, oh, man, you guys screwed up. Oh, that's fine. Let's go the other way. And, yeah. you know, let's just continue to do it. Yeah, you know, and it's about taking responsibility, you know, responsibility of your own thoughts, uh, of, of how you feel. Because, and this is something that I've been learning to in the last year or so, that I mean, if we depend on how we feel on others, we're literally just handing them our own power. Like here, like yes, it, depending on how other people react or whatever, that's gonna affect me. It cannot be that way, right? Because if they're having a bad day, then does that mean I'm gonna have a bad day? It cannot be like that, right? They can have the right. a bad day. They can have the best day. I still decide which what type of day I'm gonna have, right? For example, and this is obviously on a very smaller scale, but before we hop on here live, I was talking to you about the coffee. Like, hey, do you like coffee, right? Like this morning, uh, the coffee <laughs> machine wasn't working, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? But I'm not going to let that little thing ruin my day. And there's right. the, and I feel, I actually, again, Fonzie, Fonzie's club, book club right here. <laughs> I, I always throw a book out there. And I totally recommend this book for everybody, especially you, Alex. If you haven't read it, I think you're going to love it. It's called The Courage to Be Disliked, Ooh. right? And Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I haven't read that yet. It's really good. And, you know, it, it's a philosopher talking to this kid. And the kid is like, but, you know, like, does can everybody be happy? And the philosopher is like, yes. So the book is him telling him why everybody can be happy. And one of the things is, like, people use certain things that happen in their life as an excuse to be how they want to be. So if you're getting mad, it's because you want to be upset and mad. So then you right. need to look inside and tell yourself, yeah. okay, Everything why do I want to be mad, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Let me just, I can change. And it's crazy how when people get awareness of that, like how you, when you can be aware of your own thoughts and your own feelings and say, okay, why am I doing this? Like that, I think that's the beginning of, of change, right? How, Absolutely. how do people become aware of those things, right? Because there's a lot of people out there that you tell them one thing and bam, they'll snap at you like crazy, right? Be, be, mm -hmm. It's like a reflex. It's insane. So how do we help people become aware? Yeah. Become aware of their, of their thoughts. Yeah. Or... Can I like be, become aware of of their false beliefs and their victimhood, if you want to put it that way, right? So, so then, because mm -hmm. I, this is me personally, I think awareness is the beginning of that change, 
right? Mm -hmm. um, if I wasn't aware of, I am the one that creates the, the excuses of how I want to act, I wouldn't be looking back and say, okay, well, let me remove this because this is not like this. I can actually right. do my own future. So how do we drive that awareness into people? Yeah, well, I think it just goes back to that model that I talked about of yeah. remembering that like your circumstances don't create how you feel. Mm -hmm. That's why. So I had um, I actually have a post that's coming out on Instagram about this today. Exclusive. Where, um, yeah. Where what's that? Exclusive we got exclusive content. content right here. Exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A few hours early. Here you go. You ready for the real thing? Oh, um, no. So this summer, it was really weird. I witnessed two different accidents. Um, and in both cases, the cars were totaled. Mm -hmm. The first accident, the drivers were like in their 20s. And when I got out to check on them, they were totally physically fine, but like hysterical emotionally, mm -hmm. right? And could not speak. Yeah. The second accident that I witnessed was an elderly man in his 80s, also completely demolished car. Um, thankfully, it was just a single car accident. But... Um, you know, he also was physically fine. But when I got out to ask if he was okay, this was his response. This is a direct quote. I'm, I'm fine. Thank you so much for checking on me. I guess this just isn't one of those good days. <laughs> wow. And I was like, oh, this is, the, I was like, this is wonderful. Look. Yeah. <laughs> and I immediately was like, holy shit. Wise man. That is what everyone needs to hear. Right. So wise. Yeah. And it, because he didn't, he wasn't like, well, my whole freaking life is ruined because yep. I've totaled my car. He was ready to just move on. It was, mm -hmm. it's not the car accident. Okay. So when your life is looking like a shit storm, which most people are thinking of like 2020, um, like, oh, well, when January 21, 21 hits, then... I will start my business. Yeah. Then I will put out content. Then I will feel brave. No, that's the most ridiculous lie that we tell ourselves is that like January one means nothing. <laughs> yeah. The yes. new year is nothing. If you take your brain and just change the date, you still got the same brain with yeah. the same thoughts and you're going to create the exact same results yeah. and the same feelings. So if you're not successful right now, you don't want to wait until the new year. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. I'm like, the puppy wants to like say something too. You right. know? We're like, hey. He's like, preach. <laughs> I know, exactly. Um, <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> so the um, the it's just remembering that, hey, our circumstances don't create what I feel. Otherwise, it would be a known fact that everyone that gets in a car accident is always either having a good day or always hysterical yeah yeah like yeah everyone would have but they don't have the same reaction that's the also like the pandemic and everything awful that people are dying yeah really awful but what people are experiencing emotionally in quarantine ever not everyone has the same reaction absolutely not everyone is feeling the same way right you and i are on here having a great conversation yeah right yep. and meeting people online because we're like well all right, I can't meet people in person. What else can I do? Yeah, right? exactly. Absolutely, man. Other people are paralyzed. So it's just remembering like, hey, you, yeah. stop telling yourself this lie 
stop giving up that power, it feels nice for a moment because you don't have to take any responsibility. That's right. It's easy. Yeah, it's... I see it as developing a habit, right? Is consistency. And if you stay consistent with those negative thoughts, that you're just going to be, you know, kind of like imprinting them in you and then it's going to be way more difficult to to get out of there. Yeah. So, it I invite everybody, you know, try to be a little bit more aware of your thoughts and when you catch yourself doing something that you are maybe not proud of or that you yeah. don't want to feel like, be like, "Okay, why am I feeling like this? Why am I acting like this and i'm sure like once you go into that like awareness you're like oh well like this is actually silly like i can move, yeah. i can move on and life is gonna be okay it, it comes down to a decision right like yeah i gotta make the decision that you know when i feel this way i gotta stop breathe once or twice and then change my perspective right it's like mm-hmm. why am i feeling this this thing is my fault right just having that mentality is my fault that i'm feeling this way what can i do now that i can feel the opposite right and i think it was like uh i think i heard this with grant cardone like he he's very out there and very polarizing with his message oh yeah but he, yep. <laughs> he was he was telling this story about uh there's a, a big building right and millions of dollars spent in an apartment and then the lights goes the, the, the lights or the power in the whole building goes out for a full week, right? So everybody in the freaking building is is b- blaming the building manager, the city, like, oh, is their fault my food is going rotten, right? Is their fault that, you know, I don't know what to do now because there's no technology, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? So the power's come back on, and then he's like, dude, it's my fault because I didn't have a backup generator <laughs> to make sure that I can power my apartment. So I'm actually going to go take action. I'm going to get my power generator, bring it to the apartment. So the next thing this happens, it's I'm good. Gucci. <laughs> and, right. and then he's like, dude, so then what happens? The power freaking goes out. He's not blaming the city. He's not blaming anybody. He just plugs his power generator and he has electricity for a full week. Right. So it's, that's very clear. Like to me, that story was very powerful yeah. because it was mm-hmm. like, man, like, mm-hmm. Things happen. Like it's gonna happen. Like it happened to the old guy. It happened to the 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 two kids in the in the car right. crash. What's your perspective? How like how are you gonna stop and be like, okay, this is my fault. How can I either fix it now or how can I prevent it in the future? And yeah. that's so so important to yeah. understand. I, I have a follow up question that just came up from what he was saying right here. Right, like so when you get responsibility, start you know accepting responsibility of everything in your life. I feel like some people might fall into kind of like beating yourself up. So let's let's use this right. example of, wow, I didn't have a generator. Oh, I'm so dumb. Why didn't I go get a generator, right? And they start falling into that negative loop. Um, mm-hmm. How can they avoid that again? Or is it again, the, the that model system, right? But I'm curious, like, why do people fall into that self-hate, if you want to call yeah. it that way? And how can then they transition it to self-love? Because at the end of the day, Again, I'm putting it back in content. We make mistakes all the time in the intros everywhere, you know? And if we would... Today was golden, though. Today was yeah, amazing. today was Just pretty like, good. Fist bump. There okay, we go. Good. But, but you know, like, <laughs> if we would beat ourselves up every single time we made a mistake, this podcast would have been over a long time ago. Oh, yeah. oh, and I, mean, yeah. I don't mean this episode. Like, the whole podcast would have been a- done a, a long time ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm curious, you know, what separates self-hate from self-love? Yeah. So it's first just the recognition that anything in your past now becomes a circumstance. Mm. 
Okay, because you can't you can't change it anymore. It's already done. Yeah. You already had planned your whole life thinking you don't need a backup generator. You never thought of it, right? Mm -hmm. Your old self was totally unaware that the power might go out on the state for a whole week. So just going, allowing yourself to say, oh yeah, of course that made sense at the time. I had never experienced this. No big deal. I'm not stupid and worthless and everything for missing that this might happen. None of us knew the pandemic was going to hit this year. We like yeah. morons for that right now. <laughs> yeah. like, so just going, okay, well, I was, I didn't, I didn't prepare for this. Um, but I didn't prepare because I had a thought that was serving me very well at the time. The thought was don't spend money on a generator. That's a waste. I'll never need it. <laughs> yeah. Now I have a brand new thought. I wish I had a generator, so I'm going to go and, and get it. So just yeah. being careful not to use your thoughts against yourself because yeah. that's what's happening when you're like, oh, well, then I'm I'm so awful. I should have yeah. known. Um, so I did, I always, this is, it's a, I'm so glad you asked it because it's something that I deal with all the time with my clients where as soon as I show them what they're thinking, they're like, I'm the worst. Fuck it. I will never be able to get out of this. Like, yep. no, yeah. you absolutely can just gain awareness and then look at it like without judging yourself harshly. Yeah. And I like to just use that phrase of like, of course, I thought this before it made sense. I'm not yeah. an idiot. Like, of course, I would think this. That's fine. I, I want to highlight something there because the word usage, right? Like, and, and this is like a constant battle I have at home with my wife, right? It's, it's the expressions, right? You're like, oh man, I'm the worst. Mm. Shoot, like just by saying it, you're reinforcing that, right? So yep. that's another right. thing, right? It's like, we need to- Or I'm the biggest enemy. I hate that one. The what? <laughs> it got cut off just a second. What was it? Um, When people say I'm my own worst enemy. Exactly. Oh yeah. Dude, I'm like, we need to we need to be a, a, be aware of what we say yeah. because words are so powerful and that's the signal that you're sending to yourself to your mind to your brain and then you're right. gonna act that way and uh, the battle that I have is because we're like oh that's not really like that important but it is because your your subconscious is very alive and taking all this information and you know what that word means you know how that word makes you feel so then your brain is gonna take that signal and it's gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna act on it right yeah so a, a, a super quick example about that right so two days ago i was playing soccer <laughs> and my team lost right and they I, got I, I crushed they we didn't so get so bad we, we didn't get crushed <laughs> badly but we lost and i was very upset <laughs> But then I, we were sitting outside and I hear my team saying, well, every time we come to this field, we play terrible. Oh, and, I, and everybody was saying that, right? Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, I, I told them, I'm like, dude, if we keep saying that every single time we come to this field, we are going to play terrible. And, right. and, and it was, I could see it in their eyes. They were like, you know what? Like, you're right. Like every single, like we are just falling in, in this negative loop of talking negative to yourself. So your body's going to remember, literally, like as soon as you step in that field, the first thought that's going to hit your head is going to be like, oh, I play bad in this field. We're not going to have a good game in this field. Therefore, that translates into the game, into having a bad yeah. game. But so, it, like you said, it changes with, with one little thought. You, you said it earlier. Thoughts always create results, right? Mm -hmm. What yes. are words? Words are just your thoughts out loud, right? Yeah. So just going off of that. 
your thoughts are always going to create results. So make sure that you're thinking the right thing. You're saying the right thing so you can create the results that you want. So yeah. powerful. Dude, it has been freaking awesome. Alex, I dude, yeah. we thank you. Uh, there's a couple questions to, yes. to wrap up the show. One, uh, obviously, I, one on our end is go back and listen. If you're listening now, go back and listen it again in slow-mo and then go watch it. Because but, but people people don't know what you're talking about because you didn't actually the say the question. I know. The action point. It's action. the action point. It's a, it's an action it's point. It's an action people. point, guys. Come he on. I forgot to say it's an action point. So I, I feel like I feel like our audience that loves every everything on content <laughs> profit, they they know by now. But no, that's right. That's right. Action point, guys. Action point time. Let's there we go. go. <laughs> okay. Oh, it was a, it was a mis- it was a mistake putting the air horn. <laughs> I know we're gonna use it so so much. Uh, Alex, what's a quick action point that people can do today? to move mm-hmm. forward, right? What's something that they can actually take action now and they can get a quick result? So what I would say is go, uh, as it relates to content creation, realize that more action just creates more of crappy results. So if you are thinking like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm creating some content, but I'm not getting the result that I want. You need to go back to the thought that you're creating it with. And if you're creating it out of a place of like desperation or graspiness, those f- emotions come from feelings of like, I'm not enough and everything. It's going to show up in your content and it's not going to get the result that you want. Mm-hmm. So slowing down and saying, okay, I need to change like the thought. And that was, um, Luis, what you had said where you have the group, you said, just go in the Facebook group group and post on live every single day what you pushed them into was like a place of unattachment where mm-hmm. they were like all right i'll try it they didn't go in with it with this graspy attitude and so because their thought was like we'll see let me just show up <laughs> and try to serve people yeah that's what showed up in their result they took action from from that place and so just realizing like if you're taking action and it's not working don't do more of it yeah. no. slow down and think about and 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 write it out on paper i do that all the time like what am i thinking right now that's like why am i taking action what am i what am mm. i doing what's my purpose here yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I love putting your thoughts into paper and asking yourself, why am I thinking that? I think that is very, very powerful. Thank you. I, I will start doing that. Um, and, I, and I love what you said. If you're doing something that is not working, don't keep doing more of that stuff because it's not randomly going <laughs> to yeah. change and start working overnight. It's right. not how it goes. Right. So, yeah, thank you so much. Definitely a great action point. Sweet. And Dude. then her favorite question. Favorite question. Uh, do you want to ask it or do you want me to ask it? You ask it because you got to know it's right there just in case. I you usually ask it so I don't... I don't you don't want to mess up yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. We got to keep doing what is working. <laughs> we right. got to keep doing what's working. There <laughs> okay, we go. There exactly. we go. Pra- practical <laughs> example here, guys. Uh, yeah. Take notes. Okay. Uh, dude, Alex, where will you be if you did not publish? Where would I be if I didn't publish, like yeah. online or yep. content, any content, thoughts, putting it out there to the world? I would be meeting people. I would find some way. I, I have like zero mind drama about it. Like if Facebook died tomorrow, like I could find another way to meet people. Awesome. That's the most important thing is just yeah. constantly meeting new people. I and offering it. to help them with whatever you do. Yeah. Just offering like, hey, here's what I do. 
If you need help with that, I would love to help you. Yeah. Not, no worries. There are a billion other people I can help. <laughs> I think you're the first person that says, it doesn't matter as a vehicle. Like, I'm still going to go out yes. and spread my message. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. that's Because so, everybody goes like, oh, man, I will go to this, like, very negative, like, space because publishing or, like, pu- like putting my thoughts out there has allowed me to create a business, a relationship. Uh, and you were like... Well, you yeah, know, but that, it didn't. That, that vehicle is shut down. That's not what allowed them to create the business. Ex- it was their thought that allowed yes. them to create yeah. the I, business. And I love, you know, like, again, social media is a, ve- is a, vehicle, a vehicle to create these relationships. And right. I love how you said, you know, I will still go out there and create relationships, whether yeah. I have this vehicle or another vehicle. So, I mean, thank you. That's great. That's a great answer. You know, I mean, We do have the facility nowadays that social media is a vehicle that is easy for everybody to use and put your ideas out there. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it is great to do that in person and (laughs) shake real hands. Like, Mm -hmm. that is unviable, honestly. Dude. Yeah, or phone calls. Who knows? Or phone calls. Exactly. Anything. Dude. Yeah, exactly. If you don't want to shake anybody's hands right now, that's understandable. Just like, (laughs) fist bumps. (laughs) Alex, where can people find you if they want to connect with you, if they want to learn more about what you do? Yeah, coachalexray.com and Coach Alex Ray on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, we're going to drop the links right in the description. All you got to do is like scroll down a little bit and tap it, and yeah. then you'll get in contact with Alex. He's super responsive, yeah. super awesome. Before we leave, we actually have a question from Matt. And Matt, I think you stayed through the whole yes, show, so thank Matt, you so much. Go. Really appreciate it. And he says, what is your advice on how to find a life coach? Mm. You give me a call, I'll be your best coach. No. <laughs> there you go. Just call Just go with hey, Alex. Hey, I, I'm going to say <laughs> from this conversation, I think you are an amazing coach. Yeah. So, Matt, I will go ahead. Honestly, just reach out <laughs> reach out to Alex. I think he is great at what, he's, at what he does. I'm interested to cool. see what Thank Alex you. says, though. But if the truthfully, like non-sarcastically, yeah. Um, or, I mean, I am serious. I am a phenomenal coach. And I can't help, but, <laughs> yes, but love it. Just look at the coach's content that they're putting out. You know, whatever resonates with you. If what I'm writing on my social media, if my website, whatever, if that resonates with you and you're struggling with this fear to be authentic, if you're struggling with insecurity, I'm your coach. I'm the best there is to yeah. overcome insecurity. I can help you, anyone struggling with any insecurity, show up briefly. Absolutely. If that's not what you're struggling with, you know, maybe you specifically ha- have some some other need that you're like, this is what I need. There are so many coaches out there. You just need to look at Google it and find yeah. and and look at the web pages and see what message resonates with yeah, you. Yeah, the, the, the message, you know, we go back to that message. Yeah, and, and you actually, I'm going to refer to actually something that you said at the beginning, right, which is, Uh, well, kind of like halfway through it, you were like, if I could go back five years and talk to myself, right, mm-hmm. and teach him what, I, what I'm doing right now, that's, that's kind of it. Like, the best person that we can help is the person that is walking the path that we already walk, right? So, Matt, to answer yes. your question, right, ask yourself, what is the path that I'm walking right now? And then when you're looking at a coach and their content, I, you can see, wow, this person actually walked that path and achieve something that I want to achieve, maybe that person is the right person for you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And if I, 
Go ahead, can I interject one quick, super Absolutely. awesome yeah. client story? I, I guess we're going to do a 24-hour marathon, so let's go. Just, <laughs> just like, you know, I'll make it super fast. Okay, so just <laughs> in, the, in the theme of like overcoming fear, I had a client that came to me, and she wanted to be a weight loss coach. Mm. And she had all this fear and drama around starting a business. She's like, I can't do it for all these reasons. I'm too old. I don't like social media. I, um, I'm not going to be successful. You know, like I don't want to own a business because that is just a giant pain in the ass. I worked with her for two months and she finally made her first Facebook post on Sunday. Let's go. Right. And I just helped her like hold that plates of bravery. Yeah. For 60 seconds to write the post and put it up. It it by yesterday, she had signed three clients totaling oh. fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. Wait, wait. <laughs> all this sounds, all this sounds. That's amazing. Wow. Insane. And she still has people reaching out to her right now this week. She made another post yesterday, and like I have no doubt that by the end of next week. She's going to have at least five clients. I think she will be a fully sold out, sold out like in her business, I think, by the end of the year. That's um, so exciting. Wow. And it was just about getting her from a place of being afraid to be vulnerable with everyone into like, okay, let me be totally vulnerable, even though I want to puke and, and like yeah. die for a minute, put it out there. Yeah. And I, then she's successful. Thank she's you. Incredible. Yeah. People. That's amazing. Thank you so much. So again, Matt, for your question, someone that has walked your path and at the same time, we got to make sure they're being uh, real and vulnerable, right? Because that's, I mean, that transparency and that honesty that's is so awesome. invaluable. So thank you so Sweet. much for sharing that. If you're listening, watching, go connect with Alex. If you identify with any of these things that we talked about today, uh, coachalexray.com. I mean, yeah, and just, if you just, just want to be his friend, just, just connect with yeah, him too. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> they hit all fist bumps. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Continents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at BizBrosCo everywhere. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did because it was value-packed, Woo! don't forget Bye -bye. to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank, thank you. you, guys. Bye.